We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. my friends. I'm honored to be hanging out with you for a little while today on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. So how is your relationship with your body and your health? I think we all want vitality and vibrancy. And when we don't feel good, when we're sick, we want to find an expert to help us. I believe most of us in our Western culture would agree that medical doctors are supposed to be those experts. They're trained to know how the body works and how to heal us when we're ill or have a disease, right? Well, in many cases, this is not right. In fact, our medical system itself has become a leading cause of disease. I just read a thought-provoking book entitled A Return to Healing. It's an empowering, wise, workable, and important guide if we want to move from a disease case model to an authentic, genuine health care approach. We're here with a brilliant author and our health and healing expert, Dr. Lynn Saputo. Dr. Saputo's personal journey began as a Duke University-trained medical doctor and led him to being one of our country's most prominent integrative health care practitioners. Dr. Saputo is board-certified in internal medicine and was in private practice in affiliation with John Muir Medical Center for more than 30 years. After his awakening to the deep flaws of conventional medicine, Dr. Saputo developed a new paradigm that is now known as integral health medicine. He founded the Health Medicine Forum in 1994 and went on to create and direct the Health Medicine Center in Walnut Creek, California, one of the first integrative clinics in our country. Additionally, Dr. Saputo is the co-author of Boosting Immunity, Creating Wellness Naturally, and he has edited six books, including Beating the Years and Boosting Your Digestive Health. Today, we're here to talk about his 2010 Nautilus Gold Award Book of the Year in Health and Healing called A Return to Healing, Radical Healthcare Reform, and the Future of Medicine. So, Dr. Saputo, thank you so much for being here today on Journey to Center. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your show, Tammy. I read your book, and it was quite magical, I have to say. I thought, well, hmm, this seems like it might be dry. It was not. <laughs> well, I tried to make it personal. So juicy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was very conversational. And that's actually how I'd like to start the conversation with a bit of your personal history. Why did you write this book? How did this come into being? Well, it's from my experience in medicine. You know, I've practiced now for 50 years, which is amazing for me to believe at, at the age of 75. And I'm... I learned that there are better ways to to treat people than what we learned in my training at Duke. And I have to say that in in general, it's, it's a problem in every medical school uh, in almost any area that you're in. The problem is, is that we're looking at trying to be scientific and taking the whole person out of the picture. We're looking at uh, wellness as people who don't have symptoms, uh, and really what we're looking, what we should be looking at is uh, how optimal is their health, and and for that we have to look at the, the really the top levels of body, mind, emotion, and spirit. So realizing that we have a healthcare model that focuses on sickness, not on on health, uh, made me take a hard look at the factors that go into medicine being like it's practiced. 
And I found challenges in, in every area, in our edu- medical education, in medical research, uh, in the FDA, the CDC, uh, in, in the ways that we, we, we practice, the way we think in medicine. And we need to have a change that's more oriented to listening and caring rather than treating people that we're, that we're treating with us, like treating a set of symptoms with a bag of tools. We need to go back to the basics and ask ourselves the question, what are we trying to achieve when, we, when people come to our office? Is it a matter of getting them back on their feet and back to work? Or is it really a matter of listening and caring and trying to understand what was the original cause for the illness rather than just treating it with drugs and surgeries and technologies that don't look at those deeper reasons for why people get sick? So those are the kinds of things that got me started. And over a period of three or four years, I compiled all this information and decided to write a book. So there we are. I was very interested in your wife's story and your personal story and and how you did become disillusioned with um, the current health care model that seems to be more mind-based. It was really missing that heart and wanting to go deeper. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to talk to that a little bit. Sure. No, Vicki, my wife of uh, 37 years now, uh, back in the late 80s, uh, 1980s and early 90s, had a condition that was thought to be very rare. She was having anaphylactic shock uh, reactions to things that we didn't know what they were. We went through all the conventional workup that you can in our area and went finally to Stanford immunology rounds. And the conclusion was after having 28 anaphylactic reactions that were life-threatening, that she had a condition called primary anaphylaxis, meaning she was having these reactions and we didn't know why. All the tests we did were negative. And I happened to run across uh, a fellow who uh, is a, one of my mentors now. His name is Russell Jaffe. He's from the East Coast and runs a lab called Ceramune Labs. And uh, I met him because one of my patients came to me with this test, and I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I called the doctor and ordered that he didn't know what it was. And he said, you better call. The, and it was the patient that wanted the test because she had found out on her own. So I called Russ up, and he came out two weeks later. We had dinner. We talked about what his test did. And uh, what it turned out is we finally did the test on Vicky, and we found 42 different kinds of allergies that she had to very common things. Mm-hmm. Within a matter of just a few months, we took her off of her prednisone, her steroids, uh, and all the other drugs that she was on. And since that time, she's been well. So that was a wake-up call for me that the model that we use in, in modern medicine today doesn't have all the answers. And it really has kind of a closed mind for things that are really pioneering medicine. We're looking at the, at the kinds of th- things that we do in complementary alternative medicine, which I think is just uh, cutting-edge medicine that hasn't yet mm-hmm. gotten the mainstream. Uh, we have to pay attention to things like that. And so I began to look outside the box uh, of conventional practice and look for other ways to include rather than just limit it to what I was trained to do and then have people who would come to me and I wouldn't have answers of what to do. So it's been a, about 25 years now that I've been immersed in trying to keep an open mind to do what I call integrative medicine and do it in an integral way, which means look at not just the person, but how they fit into their families and their societies and the nations and the world and even the cosmos. So that was the story. Yeah, going bigger picture for sure, which I love. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really relating to this because I was very, very, very 
uh, sick with a lot of ailments, chronic fatigue, and, and went to a lot of medical doctors, and they would take their tests, and they're like, no, you're fine. And I'm like, mm-hmm. is it going to have to come to the place where I have cancer or something really you know, horrible where I have to have surgery before they can figure out what's going on? And I, I too had, um, I found out I had some really intense food allergies Uh and I found a doctor that could help me determine them. I found a doctor that helped me clear them. I can't tell you how much better I feel. Oh, for sure. And you know, a lot of these diseases like chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia and multiple chemical sensitivities and Lyme, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) We have the technology now to really look at the basic problems that people have that are metabolic. And they're not in the ma- they're not in the mainstream of practice. For example, I have a machine now in my office that can measure how the mitochondria, those energy producing packets in our cells, can use oxygen and, and look at it at the utilization efficiency of those mitochondria to make uh, to use oxygen to make energy ATP, which is the energy currency of the body, and th- that will always be abnormal in people who have any disease because it's always every disease we have is associated with a defect in producing energy. So now those people that come in with all these kinds of symptoms, we can put on this test that measures how much oxygen you take in from your lungs, how well your heart delivers it, what your basal metabolic rate is, then put you on a bike and exercise you and measure oxygen consumption and CO carbon dioxide production and tell you how efficiently your body's making energy. So it's not the the big uh, challenge to try and separate the psychological from the uh, biochemical disabilities we have. I'm getting so excited. I want to come do that test. Yeah, <laughs> Where it. are you located? Give us yeah. some information about this. I know well, we're just out of <laughs> just out of San Francisco in a place called Walnut Creek. It's about 25 miles east of San Francisco. Uh, so that's that's where we are. Oh, I'm excited! I'm going to go research that. And I know you were also talking about this very cool uh, public service that you do on your website, where people can start mm-hmm. inputting information and figuring stuff out about themselves mm-hmm. personally. Because I mean, health is interesting, but I think all of us are more concerned about our personal health, or maybe those that we love. And right. you really help um, connect with people, meet them where they're at, and help get them answers. So, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. The, the site is called drsaputo.com. That's S-A-P-U-T-O dot com. And uh, it basically has 2,600 audios and videos that are short that I've made myself or with my wife, Vicki, who's an RN, or with people who are I've interviewed who are experts in a, a wide range of, of illnesses. And what we've done is is we've made health assessments up. There are 33 of them, and they look at things like cholesterol and diabetes and cancer, et cetera, et cetera. And they take about two or three minutes to take. And and what instantly comes back are those audios and videos that I think apply to what you need to know based on how you feel about that assessment. And the site is completely free. There are no ads on it. It is totally a public service. So you have nothing to lose. And it is free information that's integrative that I've collected over my 50 years of practice. Gosh, that's exciting. I can't wait to go do that test. Well, yeah, and and I think most people who do find it very simple. And then you get a lot of information that's 
fortunately short. We, we I try to keep our videos at about five minutes to seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, we have a, a radio show or a TV show that we did. We did about 70 television shows that are half an hour long on, on a variety of topics where I've interviewed people who are experts in different fields. Sometimes we'll do that. And then you really get uh, an in-depth look at the different kinds of conditions that you want to learn. So cool. I love this stuff. This is awesome. Okay, so uh, you've mentioned integral health. Mm-hmm. What are the tenets of integral health? Can you give us some more information about what that is? Yeah, absolutely. See, we look at, at health as the absence of disease. And so what we're trying to do is make symptoms go away. So you use drug surgeries and technologies to do that. And then stops there because we're really looking at biochemistry and physiology the best that we can, despite the fact that we really don't know that much about it. I mean, there are thousands and thousands of reactions occurring every millisecond in our body. And when, when, and, and when you have, when you're studying one isolated place, you can't really see what's happening in the rest of, of your body. That's why drugs are such a dangerous things to do. Even supplements can be a problem. So it's not like it's just drugs, but I like to look at, at the whole person. Mm-hmm. So it's not just their biochemistry and physiology. It's their body, mind, emotion, and spirit. Yes. So all those things are perspectives of who we are. And then take it a step deeper, because it's not just about one person. It's about how do they relate to their family and to their peers? And how about their, their cities and counties and states and, and, and nations? And how does that fit in with your thinking about how the cosmos works? What's the role of spirit and healing? Huge topic that I think Huge. is in the cornerstone of what makes people sick that we just overlook in medicine because we can't find a a reductionistic way of looking at spirit. Medicine itself is reductionistic, meaning we're learning more and more about less and less, and we forget to look at the forest when we look at the trees. Mm -hmm. And so we wind up doing things that sometimes are are really narrow-minded and silly. And what we need to be doing is looking at the bigger picture and seeing what it means. So integral throws all that together and says, pay attention to the whole person and to their entire environment in every, in, at, at every level. That's integral health medicine. I love that. You know, I have a PhD in holistic life counseling. A lot of my friends mm-hmm. went on to become psychologists yep. and be more of the mind. And when I felt, I, I mean, my ego wanted that, but my mm-hmm. soul said, we're supposed to go a different direction. And my professor's um, well, they didn't like, first of all, that I was always putting God and the cosmos and the universe into my papers, but they also said it was well, the direction I was going was a waste of my talent, which. Oh, my gosh. They were but so I do feel it was, it was the right choice for me. You know, yes. I admire and respect people that go to medical school, become psychiatrists and psychologists. I wish I could have done that sort of, but I also know that that's not what I'm here to do. Well, it's I think it's, it's good to know whatever you can about so many things. Yes. And, and, and medicine is a complicated thing. And we yeah. have these narrow approaches. And that's what led me to learn about health medicine, which is really looking at integrative medicine, meaning why would we just want to look at it from the point of view of drug surgeries and technologies? Yes. Why not look at it from the eyes of uh, somebody who does Ayurveda or somebody who's doing uh, Chinese medicine or et cetera, et cetera. So integrative is really important. Then we have to look at the whole person because holism. Yes. Why limit your views to just one small act, aspect of who we are? Yes. And then it should be done in a way where we're looking at what the person wants uh, rather than just what we know and what we can dish out. 
And then lastly, we should be looking at preventive. It's a prevention model rather than waiting till we get sick and then trying to bail us out. That's how we get a very expensive model that doesn't work. I mean, our healthcare system today has basically failed. Yeah, it's a business broken. model. It's yeah. not an economic model. I mean, it's not a service model. No, and, and people are so disillusioned. And I've experienced loss of people that I love. And I think it's because the, the current medical model has failed them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's heartbreaking. So I feel like what you're saying is that we need to take more personal responsibility for our health. Is that accurate? Absolutely. The most powerful medicine in the universe is lifestyle medicine. It's diet, exercise, stress, sleep, what you weigh, uh, exposure to environmental toxins, and most importantly, finding joy in life. If you're not happy, I mean, you've got a real problem. You're not going to be you know, all your biochemistry and physiology gets messed up if you've got a bad attitude about stuff because you've been injured. So it's lifestyle that we should be focusing on. And we do it the other way around in today's medical practice, because what we do is wait for people to get sick. And then we say, oh, we got this pill to do that. I mean, just turn your TV set on and listen to those silly direct-to-consumer ads. And then all the, uh, the, 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 side, the possible side effects, which are alarming. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Scary. It's crazy. And we bought into it because there's so much advertising. You know, only two countries in the whole world allowed direct-to-consumer ads, us and New Zealand. And the rest of the, country, the rest of the countries in the world have figured out that that's not a good idea because it's giving people access to information that's coming from the people who are selling the drugs. It's like putting right, the fire. Right. And they go to the, the doctor and they say, I want to try this or I want that. So, exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's, it's a little, um, little alarming. Um, so, yeah, what I hear you saying, and I love so much, it isn't about fixing a disease, but rather cultivating peak health. So yeah, what let's, is let's, peak health? Tell me what peak health is from Yeah, let's not get health. sick. That's the first thing. <laughs> okay. I for that. Yeah. I well, I call I call the the gap between optimal health or everything is working 100% perfectly body, mind, emotion, spirit to a place where we start to get symptoms. I call that the wellness buffer. Yes, I was going to so ask you about we, that. Yes. Yeah, what is the wellness so, buffer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if we lose our wellness but still don't have symptoms, we think we're in top shape, but we're not. The way God made us is that we have reserves in every organ system in our body. There are lots of buffers there that keep us from having symptoms. So when we lose that wellness buffer, it gets precarious because now you're at a place where your organs are about to fail and you'll get sick and have some disease, whether it be a heart attack or a stroke or diabetes or whatever it is. And then we're on our way to our demise. What we should be doing is making sure that we're ensuring the best kind of, of uh, good health, optimal health that, that we can. And that comes from all those lifestyle things I mentioned, you know, the diet, exercise, sleep, etc. That's what I think we need to move towards. And that's how healthcare should be oriented uh, universally in, in everywhere. It shouldn't be a disease care model, which it is across the board in industrialized countries. And it's profitable. Oh, well, that's why we have it. That's, I mean, that's why these are jobs. Doctors are now working for, what, big corporations. You can't do the kinds of things I do in my practice because I can do what I want because I'm private uh, because they'll throw you out. You can't do the kind of lifestyle-oriented things to the extent that I do and then go back and look at at things like the role of spirit in in health. I mean, the medical paradigm doesn't allow for the role of spirit in health. It's interesting. Our doctors 
they go to church on Sunday, they go back and, you know, they're praying to God. And then they go back to work on Monday and it's like, what are you kidding? Spirit in, in medicine? No way. Even in psychiatry, the role of spirit is taboo. You, you I know. Don't... I got in trouble for writing papers about spirit. They're like, you can't do that. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I well, don't that... know how to take this word out of the equation because it, I do feel it is what healed me because I was so sick. And I, I started doing a lot of the things you're suggesting and recommending. I started really paying attention to what I was eating. <laughs> I, the food allergies, I started going to alternative practitioners and things mm-hmm. started getting better. I started praying and meditating. Things started getting better. I well, can't you... take it out of the equation. Well, what's causing illness? I mean, it's, it's, uh, I look at physical disease as the body's way of expressing psycho-spiritual dis-ease. Dis-ease, unease. How am I uneasy within yeah. myself? And I was very sure. afraid. It was very fear-based. I think that was one of the core mm-hmm. reasons. So um, I think it was Einstein that asked, um, do you believe that universe is a safe and loving place or not? And I did not. So the whole foundation of my reality was based on a very fractured, dysfunctional, toxic foundation. So... I had to experiment with that. Oh, for sure. I mean, he also said the universe doesn't play dice uh, with with disease. It's it's not something that just happens by accident. And in my model, I'm always looking for what's the root cause of an illness. And in medicine, what they're looking for is what's the biochemical defect and thinking that that's the whole story. And it never is. You have to look deeper at the psycho-spiritual essence of who we are and pay attention to how that is influencing your biochemistry and physiology. You know, just what you think and feel has a huge effect on biochemistry and physiology. It determines how it works. And it's what creates a lot of dis-ease. I mean, why do people get headaches and backaches and ulcers and uh, the problems that they get that are physical and that send you to the doctor with symptoms? It goes back to things like that. And unless you look at the whole person and, and look at, at what their life story is and, and how that affects them and the people around them, you're not doing a good job of being a detective. And a lot I feel of like, is- you know, almost like with the, the current model, it's like playing whack-a-mole. Something's going to come up over here, so you, you whack it down, and then it pops exactly. up over there, and you whack it down. Or you exactly. take a step back and look at it from a more expanded, integral view. Well, why do you suppose there's an epidemic of chronic diseases that affects 50% of America? I mean, there's lot. something wrong with the way we're approaching it. That's just common sense, right? Yes. Absolutely. Haven't solved it. And then we've got this narrow-minded approach where, well, only doctors know how to really treat people. We and do give our power away to medical doctors. I've certainly done that, for sure. Yeah. We look at them like gods. And, um, you know, it's so interesting because so many of the medical doctors I have known have been some of the most tortured people. I've ever known. And a couple of them have actually committed suicide. And it was interesting in your book, you talked about, um, Mm, it's almost like I feel medical doctors sometimes have post-traumatic stress disorder. They've been humiliated. They're not allowed to sleep. It's, it's, it's not a a positive way of training somebody. I don't think so. Um, was that your personal experience as well? Oh, it's terrible. I would never recommend uh, treating people the way that we were treated in medical school in our training. It was, it was terrible. I mean, you, you're belittled. When you look at the, 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 the number of people who are in, in uh, medical school who contemplate suicide, it's, it's over 10%. Mm. So we're looking at something that isn't oriented to try and, and help us to make doctors who are well-balanced, who are looked at as, as treasures for tomorrow's world. I mean, looked at in a way where they're treated pejoratively, uh, they're uh, made to feel like they're incompetent. And they come out, they get grumpy themselves. And the next thing you know is you've trained somebody that's not going to be looking after your basic needs. It's too bad. 
Yeah, they disconnect from their heart, it seems. And then patients wonder why their doctors aren't more heart-based. Exactly. It's a, it's a terrible system. It's too bad. But we can do something about that. You and know, you just- are. And I have to say, I really respect and appreciate what you are doing because I think it, it's opening people's minds and, more importantly, their hearts. Exactly. And, and I think it's wonderful. So tell people how they can get a copy of your book, A Return to Healing, because I really do recommend this if you want to claim optimal health and take greater responsibility for just becoming whole. Uh-huh. Well, I just go to Amazon.com. It's there. If you want to go to the website, DrSaputo.com, you can, you can get it there, too. It's the only thing we sell on the site, by the way. And, uh, and, and that's what I would do. Oh, so exciting. I'm going to come see you in Walnut Creek. I want that test. (laughs) I'd love to see you. It'd be my pleasure to offer to you. Oh, I've got goosebumps. That means it's got to happen. All right. We only have like a minute left. Do you have any final words of wisdom for our listeners, Dr. Saputo? I think you kind of like are a conduit for wisdom. So anything you want to leave us with for this day and these moments? Yeah, trust yourself, you know, and and don't just do what the what any one system tells you to do. It's not all about drugs and surgeries and technologies, and it's also not just about spirituality, even though I think that's an important part. Think for yourselves and look at your lifestyle. You know, diet, exercise, stress, sleep, weight, environmental toxins, and joy in life, and you'll have found a way to find peace in your life and and probably make the world a better place. So Think for yourself. Don't just do what people tell you to do because that's what the society is telling you. That is so profound. I feel like that needs to be written down and looked at every day. Thank you. (laughs) That should be in your next book. Trust yourself. I mean, such great information. I really um, just adore you and, again, have so much respect and appreciation for the work you're doing. And you are definitely making the world a brighter, more magical, more healthy place. And and that's what I want to be about. So, Well, it's great to partner with you. Thank you. So much gratitude. To my listeners, thank you for hanging out with us. I know you got value too. Yeah, what Dr. Saputo said, trust yourself and go to his website and a return to healing. I can't recommend this book enough. And connect with me. I want to hear from you. TammyBPhD.com, spelled with an I. I want to hear from you. This is about connection. This is about relationship. You're in our hearts. God bless you onward and upward. Bye for now.